The ASOS Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. That was the equivalent of like, you go first. No, you go nah, first. Yeah, we, we were just adding in a dramatic pause. That's all. If you man do it, I'll do it. <laughs> wicked, wicked. Um, cool. I'm going to just start this off by sharing the socials. Follow us um, on Instagram, Yesus underscore. Follow us on Twitter, Yesus underscore. You can follow me, Manuex90. Um, more of a lead, you want to go next? Yes, you can find me at underscore more of a lead, that's M O R V I A L E E on the Instagram and more of a lead on the Twitter. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, underscore 10. Forget <laughs> <laughs> it, forget it. Matt, do your socials. Not only do yours, but nah, nah, it's done. Nah, 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 nah. Let everyone know your Twitter. Nah, 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 nah. I'm having that. I'm having that. Well, I've been active on Twitter. Yeah, I've noticed. I'm not gonna lie. Even tweeted me. I'm gonna turn on post notifications on Oli in it, so I can see. You'll see, yeah, that I've been tweeting near enough every day. Whether that's retweeting, I was tweeting JME as well, and he's been real quiet since I called him out. L-O-L. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this story here? Nah, because he always posts like Street Fighter videos, isn't it? And I think I can take him. So I was just like, okay. if you're bad, if you're wicked and bad. And everyone was liking my post. Like, momentum, bro. And it, I'm not going to Street Fighter is one of the most complicated games. I'd take bro. Tekken over. It's so simple, bruv. Light, medium, and heavy, bruv. If someone jumps in, you hold down and you press heavy punch. They can't jump into you. Someone stands, runs to you, press medium. Keep them at bay. It's simple. I remember I got a Street Fighter for my Xbox and then I threw away my Xbox. I had enough. (laughs) (laughs) Street Fighter is actually a very simple game to play, right? But an extremely difficult game to master. That's the test. That's Anybody it. can pick it up and mash the buttons and you can win a fight, you lose a fight, whatever. But if you're not master it, yeah, I've, I've never mastered it. I believe Oli has, but I've never even tried to because it's just way too complicated to do. I'm going to share a video, Manny, with you, yeah, because I've started playing it again since I called Jeremy out. And I'm going to I'm gonna show you what I was doing to some guy. Wow. I, beat, I beat him so bad, he quit. <laughs> I beat him so bad, I just stood there taunting him. Pause. <laughs> the pause was inferred. Um, uh, on that note, has anyone played Wordle? King of that game. King. Have you found it today, yeah? Wordle. I haven't tried it today. Oh. Send me a link. What? After sending you a link, you're not the king. You should know this off by heart. Listen, people send me the link. People send it to me just to see how quickly I can beat them. I've never done Wordle before. There's a there's a football wordle as well. There's a football one. I've been doing that, and I've been brilliant never in my group chat. I don't even know how. Like yesterday was Nesta. Some guy took six guesses. He done only six guess. I did it in two. I took four today. Four. Yeah. But this is my second time playing it though. I talk a big talk around it twice. (laughs) 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 I just know that every time I played it, I've beaten someone. I'm dropping it in Manny, the chat. Manny, how, how many of you have you done? How many guesses do you take? Uh, man, I haven't played it yet. I've just oh. seen it trends every day. My question is, 
Does everyone get the same word everywhere? Yes, everyone knows yeah. the same word. Okay. Okay. So if you're if you're smart, you just Google it and you know. So that... <laughs> Yeah, if you're smart, point, you use your brain and follow the pattern. That's the difference between being smart and being intelligent. Okay, <laughs> being smart means you do things the easiest way possible or the quickest way possible. Uh-huh. Being intelligent means that you use your brain. See? Yeah. Maybe I'm choice. <laughs> but anyway, look, can I, I'm going to drop my socials real quick and we can move on. Hi, I'm Matthew. <laughs> 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 that sounds more like you than you realize. Not gonna lie. Really? Are you saying no, that I put on? Are you are you saying that I put on a, a sexy voice for my podcast? Apparently, I can I put on a Phil Mitchell voice. You guys still watch EastEnders? No, no, no. I didn't watch EastEnders. Is it good? No, it's it's gone downhill for years. I think. Mad. Anyway, um, my my Twitter is at Mr. Me, and my Instagram is at Mr. Underscore Me, and that's about it. So let's just dive right right in, shall we? Should we just dive in with with the hottest story at the moment right now? Because I can't lie, I feel like I'm talking about this guy every week, but I can't okay, are we talking it. about Rihanna gonna drop music still? No, that's not the hottest story at the moment. I think the navy is the Mr. Caps Lock versus his whole family. <laughs> we talk about Kanye. So you, you, nah, you, you talk about Kanye every week. No, nah, but it's it's funny. Hate right? Kanye. This can't keep right now. Nah, every day Kanye. Every day. I have to say, right? I have to say, I've started to follow Kanye West on Instagram. I don't even follow him on Instagram. And, and that? not only do I follow him, I've actually got the post notifications on as well because the guy we're providing uh, you're working hard for that he, he was he was providing me with the biggest entertainment all sunday like he was like the pre super bowl warm-up act it was amazing bro matt i've was... got one question i got one question uh, does this mean that you're gonna <laughs> there's, there's obviously a joke to be had here but are you gonna try and ask his autograph again <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I didn't think you were going to go with that. I thought you were going to go like a like a side <laughs> course, but uh, anyway. <sighs> the, guy, the guy posted up some image of um, Ving Rhames and Tyrese from the Baby, Baby Boy movie. <laughs> when, when Ving Rhames got him in the headlock. Yeah. And he said, everyone, don't, don't, don't attack Skeet. Because he calls Pete Davidson Skeet, right? Why? Oh. Incredible name. Do you, do you not know what Skeet is? Oh, <laughs> no, because you spell it S K E T E. That is mad disrespectful. <laughs> but then he's already done that. He's out of pocket for that. He said, Nobody harm him, but I'm going to do it myself. It's like, Kanye's proper going mad. He's and, a troll, um, isn't he? He, just, like, feel... he, he? he screenshots everyone's messages. I don't get yeah. this. Like, if anyone screenshots my messages put on the internet, I'm gonna be annoyed with them, you know, like properly. I won't talk to them again, especially if I say set private to them. So he, but then he does it in a way where saying. it's hilarious though. Like the Quinn one no, was it's... jokes. Hello? Thing, what? I got something like mute, mute. <laughs> go on, go on. You know, saying the Kim one was like jokes. Um, where he was like, 
which is like, can you not stop sharing my messages? And he was like, why? I'm your biggest fan. Like, I just want the world to see. <laughs> that kind of thing. I was and like, he screenshotted it and posted it as well. Exactly. <laughs> Ruthless. It was funny. Okay, so I saw this thing, right? Someone posted something, right? Um, Sean King. Does anyone know Sean King is? Yeah. The biracial actor. Is he, is he biracial, like like logic, or is he just white? I don't know. I think but I think he's logic, logic inclined. I'm biracial. <laughs> that logic is always bugged on about how he mixed faces and kill me. Just anyway. as black as my cousin Keisha, so bye, Felicia. Bit of logic bars. And he's black like Bob Marley. That's, that was a good one. Good Bob Marley's obviously mixed face. Anyway, um, <laughs> trying to make his yeah. Um. He put a post up saying how what Kanye West is doing is really bad because if it was anybody else apart from Kanye West, we would be slating him massively. But because it's Kanye, we're letting it slide. And you know what, right? Like Manny, I thought it was hugely entertaining, so I didn't really see too much negativity in what he was doing, right? But when you really think about it, right, the guy's actually just been putting up threats against someone just because they they dare to date his ex-girlfriend, right? Also, ex-wife, and she has actually filed for divorce. So it's not even like, you no, know, you know, everything's like all good, and she's trying to cheat on him. Like he like actually fought, um, filed for divorce. Not only that, Kanye's been out there kissing other women, dating other women publicly, buying the the woman's whole gang Birkin bags. Yeah, like he's just acting out of out of pain. Yeah, it's, I don't know what you want to call it. Like, I'm not even going to slate you too heavily for it because everyone kind of knows what it is. But I'm sorry, did you hear what I said? He's acting like a typical man, but okay, I, I, thought, I thought you guys were going to scurry past. I don't, I don't, I don't know what a typical man acts like. I mean, like, I, I feel like there's two sides to that story, and I feel like people conflate the negative. They've experienced with everyone else, and that's not true. <laughs> Did you just say morbidly stopped uh, stop deflecting? <laughs> Is that what you just no, said man. to me? No, nah. first of all, I don't want smoke today, and second of all, <laughs> I was not being disrespectful, but I'm calling the spade a spade. <laughs> this is the thing that I don't understand, right? With, with, with Kanye, I, I, I don't think anyone actually has the full clear picture here, right? But didn't Kanye West want to break up with Kim in the first place, or did he just want to break up with the family? I think he's he hates being to... bipolar. It's awesome. Say what? Say so he hates being bipolar. It's awesome. Okay, okay. I think he's always. <laughs> <laughs> no one got that. No one got that. Because it. honestly, it's not funny to joke at like mental health issues, man. No, it's, yeah. it's not funny. But and I'm just saying, this is your boy as well. Like, fucking yeah. up. It's sounding more like your boy to be honest. You, you didn't yeah, want. He's not my boy, man. but entertainment. Why are you getting so defensive? I'm not being defensive. Are you shouting for me? Are you shouting? I'm writing no caps though. I'm writing no caps. I like that shit. I think he wanted to break up with the with like you see the royal family has that machine behind them that Megan didn't like. Right? Mm. It's similar to that. They they got a whole PR machine. That runs the Kardashians, so maybe I think he mentioned that he didn't like the nannies or the PR teams, things like that. So that might be why. I feel like that was all there before he before he 
got rid of it though, so it's kind of like nonsense to be honest. He wouldn't know who Kim Kardashian was if that machine wasn't there in the first place. Yeah. Um, Good so point. It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? And when you really think about it, right? Whereas, like, say, with Harry and Meg, Harry was born into something that he didn't really have a choice about. Kim, that's not the case. You know what I mean? So. Kim likes it. Guess where Kim gets the money? She started it. Between her and her mum, they're the ones that started it. So, yeah. So, and that, there's nothing been... wrong with it, though. Like, she's got legions and legions of fans. Like, I think what Kanye's done is, as Movili said, he's being a man, he's acting out like he's throwing his toys at the brand because he can't get what he wants in an immature but severe way. I really agree with that being a man sentiment because I think women do the same thing. Women will be like, Let's let's put let's let's if you want to frame it, yeah. If we, if you want to frame it as meeting someone that is that is a certain type of way, and then want them to be different, women do that all the time. Okay, but women so I do wasn't it going better. with that angle. Okay, that, but this, this angle so, that so, you're so, not spinning it with. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, like, don't let's not let's not place gender roles on this because it's a very slippery slope. I was talking more about the um the I want it all angle and women don't, women don't do that i mean they do but i think it's more like you know with women you know we were talking about it the other day where it's just like oh okay so i'm in this rela- new relationship or i don't want my old relationship but i don't want my ex to move on mm-hmm. that kind of, that's the angle i was coming from that was really no, I where i think he's actually like do you know what yeah you don't want to be with me and I'm going to be out in these streets doing what I'm doing, but I'm still going to chase yeah. you down. And yeah, I think that's I've, definitely... I've, 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 I've seen the same thing happen to women, though, like where a guy, like, you know, is moving on, and the girl's moving on, but the girl's still trying to, like, slide in, like, slide in with the ex, and, you know, still trying to put it on a plate for him because she kind of wants that to still be there for her. It happens both ways. And I, I, I okay. honestly think that in, in 2022... Men and women behave the same way. We're all like, not we're all, but men act like hoes, women act like hoes, and they just have the same behaviors. That's that's how that's how I see it. But I might be wrong. I don't think I am. Yeah, you might be, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> anyway, I, I just think I, it's more. Um, it's more habit like habits of men. To do those kind stereotypically, of stereotypically, where... I, I give you that. Stereotypically, yeah. I give you that. If I, when, when I I'm not saying up, that it's. Like, um, I'm not saying women don't do it, but I'm saying it's more men do it more. Yeah. When I was growing I up, feel you, like you women do it more. Nowadays, like more. especially on social media, uh, you always hear women saying, "Oh, I'm going to beat that woman's ass because she's trying to, because she's trying to." They don't even see women see that bitch's ass because they're trying to uh, talk to my ex or whatever, whatever it is. That happens all the time. But I admit that it's like a new phenomenon compared to how things used to be. Mm. But let's not get stuck on this bit because we've got plenty yeah. to talk about. And this segues nicely into what Kanye West is warming up for. Super Bowl. Did anybody watch it? Yeah, I did. I didn't, I didn't watch the Super Bowl per se, but I watched a half-time show. Did you... Um, Morbelli said you did watch it, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you stayed up till like, late night to watch it? No, I watched that on YouTube the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. 
Manny, what about you? I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I just watched the halftime show. Okay, because right, I'm not the biggest fan of. I, I, I don't like American football, but I'll admit, yeah, that it had like some decent moments whilst I was watching. I only watched the first. I can see the first half, but I watched the first two quarters. Did you say decent um, women? It was. It was. It was alright. But then I watched the um, the halftime show. That was incredible. They showed the halftime show in the UK though, because I know they are funny with stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I had a, had a good. You watched it on other means, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> means that will not be discussed. Yeah, but yeah. Either. Um, nah, but they 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 did it, man. Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Fifty Cent, Moji Blige, Anderson Park. Auntie Monet was out in full force. She was strutting as well. She's doing her special struts. And it was a great show. Like, I miss I, I miss Ante Money already. Oh, no, <laughs> She'll be back next year, man. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's like that's I don't really watch Super Bowl like that. There's many, many Super Bowls I haven't seen. So for me to say it's the best one I've seen in my life, it doesn't really mean that much because I'll probably see like three of them. <laughs> but that was an incredible show. And me being like a Doctor Dre super fan, it it really meant a lot to see him on the stage like that with Snoop. Yeah. Do you know what? I think it caught me at at a time when the part like weekend just gone. I was watching um I can't remember what it was called. It's like something on Netflix or Amazon Prime, but it was about comedians and their journey. So like how they came up, and there was a comedy club that they all went to, and it was giving me a lot of nostalgia because I used to watch Kings and Queens of Comedy at one my one of my great aunts um, living room cousins like we'll just laugh at these jokes whatever so i was yeah. in nostalgia all the way um yeah, then i was yeah. watching a bit of mary j um her biography and then to see this it was like the cherry on the cake or the icing on the cake because it definitely was like a lot of nostalgia vibes but also then having an upside down 50 cent kids brought it from that childhood <laughs> like teenage years like it was it really was good so i really enjoyed it and Kendrick, like, okay, now, like, my little adult. Kendrick is, killed like, it. it was, yeah, it was really, really good. It was really good. Even Eminem, yeah. I was just like, he was different. But, yeah, it was good. Eminem yeah. is just amazing, man. Like, apparently, he was specifically told not to kneel. Like They, they were all that. told that. They were told yeah. no songs with any political messages. So, oh, yeah. the fact him and Kendrick done what they done was kind of kind of sick because all that became the sort of anthem for the BLM movement. Yeah. I feel like as much as that's true, Kendrick's actions weren't as like impactful as Eminem's. Bold bold facedly direct as Eminem's. No, I agree. Just been kneeled back at the top of the stage. For a whole minute. For a whole minute. Man, the guy's amazing, that's all I can say. But um yeah. Manny, what did you think? I love the performance man. Fifty cent Hanging from the, it's not, it's not that fifty cent we were introduced to in uh, Get Rich to Try Dying. It's the uh, and what it would be the entrepreneur fifty cent that we have now, right? He's like, still cut big though. Yeah, he's still hench, man. Like, don't get twisted. Fifty cent is not the person to scrap with. Like, um, <laughs> he, yeah, all of their performances are great. To Dre. Obviously, star of the show, Mary J. Blige, man, like she's 
she's iconic. Her whole performance was just had me in awe. Um, who else? I would say Snoop did a good job. Um, Eminem, yeah, like what can you say about Eminem? Lose yourself in a moment. Like everything, everything they sang were songs you could sing along to, and that I think that's testament to how strong collectively their catalogs are. So yeah, it was just a. Is it the catalog? How do you mean? Is it not? Is it the quality rather than the catalog? Well, it's okay. You don't. Yeah, you're right in that sense. What you saw, what you saw um, at the Super Bowl was the quality, but then all yeah. of them have a catalog, though. That is the thing. Yeah, they all yeah. have it. So, yeah. If anything, like let's put it this way, Fifty Cent probably is the weakest catalog out of all of them. Absolutely. And his catalog isn't weak, so mm. you know what I mean, it says a lot there. But um, also the fact that Dr. Dre has such an instrumental role in all of the catalogs as well. Like, yeah. Maybe the least Wait, do Fifty Cent has a weaker catalog than Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Without yes, a doubt. That, that's me saying it as well. No, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Kendrick stuff. But after, after, after the um, massacre, Fifty Cent released re- that he released uh, a decent single every now and then. His albums are not yeah. But uh, like Kendrick has hasn't really dipped per se. Kendrick's just... issue for me is that his albums don't always stand the test of time. But when they come out, they are bloody amazing. Like except for Dan. But even like the untitled Unmaster stuff, that was alright. And that wasn't even a proper album. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was just like stuff left off off to Pimper Butterfly. Um but yeah, for me it was Snoop. Snoop had the best performance. Because he sounded exactly like Snoop. He looked exactly like Snoop. He was moving exactly like Snoop. Yeah, like everything was just what you expect Snoop to be doing. He's like 79 and drinking. He must be like 50 or something like that. And he's still smoking. That that must be why he looks so youthful. But yeah, for me, like that was the best bit. Like Snoop performing and Snoop linking up with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre spitting Tupac bars and kind of sounded like Tupac. And how animated the stage set was. Like from the first appearance, it looked very plain and just bland. But it came alive and everyone was doing their little things. And it was very. There were some references to Suge Knight, right? And Tupac in the bars. I didn't see Suge Knight ones, but I did see, obviously, they they dropped the first couple of bars to Ike Manager. Or is that Snoop Dogg's album? That's um, Tupac. That's Tupac's one, yeah. And Dr. Dre done Tupac's first in California. Uh, yeah. I the song. But yeah. Um, yeah, Snoop, Snoop was amazing. And I'm, I can't wait to see him in the UK because of that. Do you think Jay-Z looks younger than Snoop Dogg? Yeah, Snoop. 100%. No, he's, Jay-Z is older than Snoop Dogg. Snoop oh, yeah, Dogg came up when he was really young. Jay Z was like already thirty or something. Yeah, Jay Z's older. Must be, must be like five years or something like that. Yeah, five years older. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. No, it's not. It's two years older. And Jay Z, Jay Z must be. He's got that big money in it. Jay Z is fifty-two and Snoop Dogg's fifty. Oh, okay. Uh, Doctor J might be older. I think Doctor Dr. 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 is like fifty-seven. Fifty-six. Maybe seventy-ish. Anyway, my point is, yeah, Snoop Dogg fifty-two. No, no, he's, he's 50. 50. He was 17 when, when he... Yeah, 50 years old, 5 No, but he's not ageing very well. 
That's what I was thinking. I think you're talking about his hairline, isn't it? Like his hairline's getting I'm, I'm back. sure there's grey somewhere and there's some hair. Like he's looking a bit elderly in the face. Nah, I don't think he looks elderly in the face. I, I feel like the reason why you say that, right, is because remember Snoop Dogg's always like being really slim. So his face is always going to be a bit gaunt. Like normally your face other becomes really chubby or really gaunt as you get older. But Snoop's face mm-hmm. is like always being like that. Do you know what I'm comparing yeah. him to Pharrell, right? Pharrell is a different is a, is a different being, but he's weird. I swear Pharrell's like suddenly just kind of falling off with his with his age. He didn't age for ages, and now he just like suddenly looks old. I don't know. I'm googling it now. Pharrell's forty eight. Jeez, he looks like thirty six. Right? Yeah, similar. Same ages. But I just do you know what? Everybody's been blessed in their own shapes and manner, so let me just not talk about how anyone looks because someone probably thinks I'm clapped. So let me just leave that at that. When did you find out what Oli thought? Why, why are you putting me under the bus? I don't, I don't think that much, I don't think that. I know you don't. Don't listen to him. I don't really know. I'm not really looking at men too tight. You get me? How do you look at myself? What is wrong with you? <laughs> 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 no, it is. I remember saying something similar, yeah. And one of my friends was just like, right, wow, you really study your men these days. <laughs> I was just like... Not study just study to see if they, if, they, if they look old or not. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, you know, yeah. We're like 25 minutes in, we haven't even done an album review. But but I'd say that is an amazing, amazing, amazing show. Big up, Dr. Dre. I'll also say this as well, right, just for a bit of um like context to what's going on in the NFL right now as well. And again, this came to, this was a reminder from Kanye West. I did see the story before he, he posted about it. But um, Your best friend. There's a black coach currently suing the, the NFL because he feels that he's more than qualified to um, have the role of a head coach at one of the teams. But um, he he keeps being like overlooked for other candidates, and there's also he has proof that um, for one interview that he went to, um, the job would already be given to somebody else before he even interviewed for it. So basically, he was interviewed just to um, tick a tick a box because in America they've got the Rooney Rule, which means that for every single head coach role, they have to interview at least one black candidate or person of color. So um, that's been that's happening right now. And obviously, as we already know, um, Colin Kaepernick was um, taking a knee for what just against police violence, and he got blackballed from the whole sport. So I always think it's funny when you see all these black celebrities then go and celebrate this in the NFL, the competition, and they just completely overlook the fact that the organisation has had a racist. But that's a conversation for another day, and we can move on. I think I know, but I think there's an interesting point there. Like, without a leader, when it comes to protests and stuff, when do you know that? When do you know that the protest is over? Oh, well, Jay Z decided that it was over when he was getting paid by the NFL, didn't he? So we go by that. You could say that, (laughs) but equally, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick (laughs) didn't stop him, did he? And and how was Colin Kaepernick going to stop Jay Z? He's going to say to Jay Z, "Well, be like, he could speak up." 
NFL, yeah, said to Jay-Z, look, yeah, we need to stop this anti-black stuff, yeah. We're going to give you some money. You're going to get some black performance on the stage. And then we're all going gonna to stay racist, but you can have some limelight at the Super Bowl. That's what happened. That, that uh, half-time performance came about because of the, because of the, um, the contract that Jay-Z has with the Super, with, um, NFL. Well, that I agree with. But what I'm saying is, Colin Kaepernick was the figurehead of that movement. But mm. has since remained silent and started collecting checks what, what, from Nike. Why? He, no, he didn't start collecting and checks Netflix. from Nike. He was always collecting checks from Nike because he was a sponsored player. When they blackballed him and he ended, they artificially ended his career. Um, he just continued to be paid by Nike, so it's not like he was suddenly getting paid after the after the fact. That's not what happened. So, but yeah. Netflix as well, he collected his coin from Netflix too. And yeah, um, what I'm saying story. is. As a figurehead of a movement, like yeah. he also has a voice, but he doesn't use it. So, so therefore, you, is he meant to go and Jay-Z. say to another black man that he shouldn't go and collect his coin? Jay Z should know himself that he should have done that. It's, um, no, but wait. So, uh, did, was it not right for Martin Luther King to say, "Let's go protest that Salma to make a difference"? Of course, I know, I, if you're a figurehead of a movement, you speak up. And speak about the change you want. No one talks about the change that they actually yeah. want. Yeah. You just moan. Kaepernick like, said that he didn't. He wanted to stop police brutality. And like, you see how, for example, the English Premier League, right? They have everyone takes a knee now before every match, right? Yeah. And that is that they're showing solidarity knee? towards the cause, right? What? They take a knee. Yeah, and before every single match, the Premier League players take a knee. Some of them choose not to because they think it doesn't make a difference. Or for whatever reason they have, but they do that, and that is something they decide okay. to do. Even in Formula One, they were doing they were doing it. So like, some of the drivers did it, some of them didn't want to do it. Whatever. Only one driver was doing it. That's not true. It was about it was a good about eight to ten of them that were doing it. Okay. But but I would say F one is very different to um pretty much every other sport because it's almost exclusively millionaires that are in that sport. They were millionaires before they were drivers. If that makes sense. So their upbringing, their whole outlook on life, to be very different to someone that kind of had some sort of normal upbringing to begin with. If that, you know what I mean? So, in a way, the part I'm making this year, the N- the NFL could have created some sort of policy or whatever, or donated to some sort of charities for people that have been affected by police brutality or something like that. But they chose not to. They, Can I they tell chose you why? To black ball caping it. So. Can I tell you my hypothesis? Uh, my hypothesis is probably because there is not much unity within the black community where everybody's down on that oh, institution. Yeah. Yeah. So the the easiest thing to do is blackball one person because all the other people who actually run the show are too busy looking at menial things and they're not going to pay attention to what the institute's trying to do against the community. Mm-hmm. You're right, because imagine, imagine, right? Imagine if all the top black NFL players said, "You know what? If Kaepernick's not getting signed by a team, we're all just sitting out." You can't, you can't. Like, there's, I think the NFL is like probably like must be something like fifty-fifty with black with black um black players. I know it's not quite as um black as the NBA is, but it, there's no way they could deal with that loss of players that amount. But like you said, there's no unity, so they didn't do that. I think other, but that's what I'm saying. I think we're saying the same thing here. Like, 
you need someone to galvanize the troops in order for that to be paid. Do you know what it is? No. That person shouldn't be Jay-Z. That person shouldn't be Colin Kaepernick. That person should actually be someone who's a political person and someone who makes moves in politics. But then then that could open the door that could open the door for corruption and being paid under the table. I don't think there should be anyone in anyone in politics. Do you know why it has to be politics? Because that's where the rules are made. That's where how we govern, how we operate as individuals, as how institutions operate everything. That's where all the changes are made. So it has to be someone there. Yeah, but then, that's the ideal. Huh? That's 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 an ideal world. But it would have to. It would, it would mean that politics have to not be so corrupt, and the old heads in it right now are no longer in it. Because it's all well and good saying it has to come from politics, but it just takes someone who's higher up in office to say, Do you know what? How about if you don't do this, I'll make you the next senator or something like that. And it's, it's just going yeah, go to go to the wayside. That's where we separate from individualism, right? Because actually, if you're concerned about being the next senator and you're e- easily influenced in that, sec- that space, then you're not the right person to be there. Because the reason why a community needs to come together and support that one person, and that person needs to give back to the community, that's how we'll get the change. So I hear what you're saying, right? And and I, and I agree with it to a, to a certain degree, but I do think that what you're saying is probably it's probably one of those things that if, if we to start that change, if we stop outside, and the reason why I say this, right, is it happens in American politics, and it pretty sure it happens in English politics as well, seeing how the conservatives move. But it's the businesses that dictate the policies. Because they're the ones that are putting in money. They're the ones that are making donations. They're the ones that are essentially setting the, setting the tone for what they want to happen, right? So if mm-hmm. you have like a large um, large organization like the NFL saying, you know what, um, police brutality is like, it's really not acceptable. We need to have some more policies come into play that um, stop this thing from happening. It's more likely to happen than having one politician saying, oh, we need to change. Because they're just going to ignore that person. That person might. I completely understand what you're saying. When it comes to voting, it won't matter. I agree. Yeah, it's 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 really bad though. Because really, ultimately, right, what what I'm seeing here, more than anything else, that people get into politics to line their pockets more than anything else. They're not actually there to make a change. That's exactly it, man. So until something happens at the top, this is always going to be. The way it works in it, but it's, it's just games to these people, to it's, these wealthy it's, people. It's just a if, game. If you look at, say, in England, right, you look at Jacob Rees Mogg, right, and how he was really pushing so hard for Brexit, and then he had his, his own company that was set to make a killing off the back of Brexit once it happened because of the way they positioned themselves. So you had a politician that was in Downing Street pushing for a situation to occur that he would then profit from. Like, that should never be allowed. I don't understand how. That is not seen as a conflict of interest or something like that to ban it from happening. It happens so much as well. Like, there's so many contracts that are handed out just to like a friend Friends, or next door neighbor. Like, it's, it's I don't it's, think it's you want to hear my viewpoint on this. Go for it. Go for it. I'm telling you for free. If I was in politics and my boys, my girls had the the basic requirements to get to get the job, you're not getting the job. 
I said, what, Matt, you know how to make some masks? Matt, you know how to make masks? All right, cool, that's, that's, you, oh, that's all you, bro. That, and that's literally what's happening now. Yeah, that's what happens. That's, that's what I'm saying. The change has to start at the top. You can't just have someone coming in and trying to incite change. It literally has to come from the top. Everything has to be destroyed. Am, to be hold more. on, hold on, because I know that these haters are out to get me. I am saying <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand how this can be seen as corrupted, a corrupt, uh, corruption, sorry. And I understand in this particular case in the UK how it's impacted many people across the country. And it's just not fair what has been done. However, in a euphoria of some type, I would make sure that my friends and the people I know closest to me benefits first before I give it to outside of my community. Look here, Marvali, you're you're talking now, you're talking here as if you're saying something like, that doesn't already happen. (laughs) Because Yeah, but I'm just saying I would do it. When when you look at um, when you look at what's happening at again Downing Street, look at look at um, the COVID situation, look at the PPE situation that we had a couple of years ago, where we had no PPE in, in the country, or so a lack of PPE in the country that was um, of a quite standard for the doctors and nurses to carry their jobs. Right? Do you know yeah. what happened? It happened because the contracts to, to supply that equipment was given to people's friends rather than give it to companies that could actually do the job. That's what happened. And it's, it's, a, it's a typical thing in this country that these contracts all go to people that are friends or family or big um, donators to the Tory party rather than actually being the cheapest the or the best at what they do. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with what they've done. I think the problem is that they, they're really friends. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. The problem is their friends were not able to deliver on the contracts. If they're delivered on the contracts, I don't think I would have seen any problem. No, nah, but the thing is, yeah, like the, fun, the funny thing about the PPE thing was that there was companies that I think they became the biggest exporter of PPE and the biggest for like overseas countries, right? But they were literally mm-hmm. saying, we'll give you these for free. Like they're saying, I'll give you the PPE for free because it's for my nation, right? And they're picking their friend. No matter, no matter how good your friend is, they're never gonna give like a return. So in that on case, investment. they weren't operating. They weren't operating with a country that um, the country's. They weren't operating in the country's interest. Exactly, but then the thing the is, yeah, lies. your 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 scenario though, it's the same thing. It's not operating in the country's best interest because if you're saying I can give it to my friend who can do it at the base, the base level. But there's someone. No, no, I said as long as they've got the basic requirements for needed to do the job. Yeah, yeah, the base level. More than likely. But I'm saying, but I'm like saying, if, if someone else can do it a lot of fish, uh, yeah, but if someone can do it a lot more efficiently and deliver it on a, ta- on, a on like a a better level because they've done it at scale, they can do it faster. Your friend's not going to be able to do it at scale, right? At the scale that's needed. By you saying mm. you're going to pick your friend first, it's no different. Yeah, you're right. It's I, I, I understand what you're saying, and what you're saying is good because it helps like diversify um, all of these things, right? It helps to keep it balanced, and there's there, there in theory should be no more corruption or anything like that. But by taking the same approach, it's just it's no it's no different in it, and that's not that's not going to incite change. I think the only problem, do you know what? I'm not even going to get into this. <laughs> okay, I'll just say Mary one more thing. Right? I want to say one. I want to say one last thing. We can move on, right? 
and I, I'm 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 gonna say that I can't remember the full details of it, but I do know that one of the government ministers, right? They had uh, I think it was a family member or close friend that had a company that that made PPE, and because of the closeness and the ties to the people, they couldn't award the the contract to them. But what they did, they awarded someone else, and they made that person's subcontract to the MPs family member. <laughs> and so they still got paid either way. Like that is like that is so fucked up. But then obviously the person that did the subcontracting, so you know the person that got the main contract just took a bit of the cream off, off the top. And what's mad about that, right? Like for me, someone that lives in England, right, is that my taxes are going up. Every day I'm being told, oh everything's going up in price. Gas, um electricity, transport, everything just going up in price, right? But these guys are taking the piss with the money that we that we, that that they're taking off us in the first place. Like, how does that make sense? But anyway, to get back on track with what we're doing, right, and to go back to the Super Bowl conversation, we're going to talk about the fact that Snoop Dogg performed, right? This is an amazing segue, by the way. What was the first record label that Snoop Dogg was signed to? It wasn't Death Row; it was something else. Was it Reckless Records? The first record label. That Snoop Dogg was signed to was Death Row. And you sure? Are you sure? Yes, I, I am sure because he was never on um, Ruthless Records. What it was? That was it, Ruthless. Why did I think Reckless? Because I don't know. Sounds similar, but yeah, that's what NWA were on. So he wasn't on that. I still, he, remember Dr. J discovered him when he moved to um, work with Shug Knight. But anyway, he released a new album, and the album's called Back on Death Row. And the album's called Back on Death Row because Snoop Dogg now owns Death Row Records. So, wow. Yeah. Life goes full circle. <laughs> so, now, <laughs> 40 minutes in, we're going to get to our first album review of the week. Um, who wants to go first on this one? I want to go first. Go for it. Does anyone else get, like, Doggy Star vibes from the first track? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um and that kind of set the tone for the whole album for me. Excellent. Had everything I wanted. It felt like Snoop was trying to do bars. He was silky smooth as usual. The beat selection was great. The features were good. The tracks were a bit too short, but yeah, the tracks are short all the time these days. So I'm not even going to put that as a criticism anymore. It was just, it was sick. There was like one or two tracks that didn't really resonate with me. Outside of that, it, it felt like going through the history of Snoop sounds. It was just, it was, it was sick, man. I really, really liked it. It got me gassed for, for this, for the end of this year when Snoop comes to the UK, because I think this is like his second or third album that he's released. Um, I think I'm, I'm actually happy you said that because I think we've been agreeing a lot recently. And I'm happy to disagree with you. I thought this album wasn't great for me, to be honest. I felt as though maybe there was like one track that was really enjoyable. It just felt felt like, I think it was conflicted with Nas, which was probably the top track for me, or and Jersey in the Rafters with the game, but the rest of it was like, meh, if I'm being honest. Uh, Isn't that the first track? No, not really. Mad. You didn't yeah. like the track with Uncle Murder? Oh yeah, I did like the Uncle Murder track, but the whole album it just 
It just felt as though like it does no not a lot of effort put into it. That's not what it felt like for me. It just felt like Snoop through the ages, innit? it? Like it felt like it was sampling all his sounds throughout his like thirty years in the game. Uh, maybe I didn't. It, maybe that was lost to me. But just from a casual listener standpoint, yeah, the, the, with this album, I was in its demographic, obviously. Man, I, th- I thought you'd like it. No. Yeah. Uh, can I go next? Yeah. So can I say I... one thing quickly before you before you do your review? So sure. it's a bit of information about the purchase, right? And so apparently, right now, what Soup Dog owns is the trademark for Defo Records. But um, he doesn't actually own any of the back catalog at the moment. But apparently, he's actually in talks with the current ownership team of those catalogs to to buy them. So eventually, he should own his own old work, Dr. Dre's, The Dog Pounds, and Two Pat stuff as well. So that would be quite that interesting. Yeah, he mentioned uh, he mentioned that on one of the skits as well. Oh yeah, he did actually. But it'd be interesting to see if uh, what he does with Dr. Dre stuff if he gives it back to him or whatever. I'm surprised that Dr. J is not actually in there with him to buy this stuff, actually. He ain't got no money left after them divorces. What are you talking about? Have you seen what's happened <laughs> since the halftime show? Yeah, he uh, needed that halftime uh, show. Albums are charting. The albums yeah. are charting at, like, the first five. Mm-hmm. He needed them halftime shows. <laughs> but, yeah. Go. I'll tell you. Um, so, I think my review is going to be in between... Manny's and Ollie's. So I listened to the album as a casual listener, um, not in like paying a lot of attention to it. And it gave me a lot of nostalgia again. So I guess it's snoop through the, the years, right? Um however I did not enjoy it because of the profanity. It was just too much nigger, 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 nigger. Considering <laughs> <laughs> Remember that song? What's the what's the guy called again? <laughs> Trinidad James is he <laughs> <laughs> It was too much, man. Um so I just thought releasing I get the nostalgia vibes and if you dropped that probably like earlier on, I probably would have vibed to it a lot more. But how I feel about the N word right now, um it's not some information I would consume or some music I would consume happily today. Does that make sense? Makes complete sense. Yeah, definitely. I totally understand when the album's just not for someone. So this is the case here. Yeah. Just... If it was like, if I was 15, I'd probably be all over it. Uh, but not now. Mm. All right. Let me, let me go next. Right. Um, I thought like like Oli said the first track was um was so nostalgic so like the doggy style vibes right and I also had the grab of the short tracks as well but again so that everyone does now but I do think that Steve Dog's kind of getting he's not kind of he's been here for a little while now but he's in this cruise control mode where basically he can make like good music without trying like not many artists mm-hmm. can actually do that like but so when I say good music I mean like this isn't a classic album. It's not going to go down to anyone's favourite Snoop Dogg albums because Snoop Dogg's got some amazing albums. But if you want to listen to a Snoop Dogg album and you hear this, you'd be like, it's easy listens. Like, yeah, There's not a shit track on there. She's like, I think one of them is... I think it's... Yeah, one of the tracks I read it like, but it's like, it's... 
as much as it's not shit, there's nothing on here that's particularly good either. So, yeah, it's just, I'll say this is a lazy sleep dog, if anything. That's a fair description. But, yeah. I feel like we all have very, very different uh, viewpoints. We did. It was the first time for a long time. I want to bring the conversation back quite quickly before we do our, before we give our, um, actually, no, let's give our, let's give our scores. Let's do it in reverse order. Oh, I thought you mean reverse as in who's going to give the shittest score first. Oh, um, yeah, we could do that. But, <laughs> right, if we just did it in reverse of who gave our reviews, that's fine. I'm going to give it a three. I think it's a very average album. I'm going to give it a three. Mine give it a two. Mine's give it a two. I'm going to give it a five. Four, 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 four. A four? I loved it, wow. man. I loved it. I, I, I felt like I was going to be out on an island by myself. and You are? Not really, because it's not like your score isn't like that much higher than me and Morbid Lee. It's really. I, I, I see you and Morbid Lee in the, in the horizon. Manny is not on the map, so. <laughs> I, I, I see, I see Matt and Morvilly as well on the horizon, don't worry. It's kind of mad, isn't it? It's kind of mad. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy how the horizon works, but yeah. Matt, we're sounding a little bit fake, man. A bit in between. Pick a side. We're like sitting on the fence right now. But no, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's like, it wasn't, look yeah, Sleep's got some classic albums, isn't it, yeah? And this one isn't it, so it's not to say it was shit. It wasn't shit. It just that it wasn't that good, you know. But anyway, there's one quick discussion point that I wanted to ask you guys. It's a quick one, so I don't have to spend too too long on it, right? So at the halftime show, did you guys feel like the game should have been there? No. Uh, nah. Yes, this is what I wanted to ask earlier. Yes. Um he was the only one that was missing, right? Yeah, I, I don't understand how he wasn't there. Like, LA, like the, you... the, 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 the match yeah. the stadium is in LA. Like like the game literally has LA on his back all the time. He's always repping Compton, always repping LA, always repping California. His daughter's called California. <laughs> like, how, how, how could they not put him on the stage? How do you feel like he fits into there the must outside have been of all a reason. Those... Wait, what do you say? Outside of all of those factors which have nothing to do with the actual performance, yeah? Mm-hmm. Why do you think he should have been there? Because his daughter's so called California. It, Okay, no, no, no. Just to get the context here, right? The game is su- was signed to Dr. Dre. Everyone that was on stage, right, is like a protege of Dr. Dre in one yeah. shape or form, right? And the game was one of them as well. Mm-hmm. The game also has gone platinum multiple times in his career as a rapper. He's mm-hmm. a very successful rapper as well. So, and in the context also that the, the match was played in LA, which is the game's home city, I don't really understand why he wouldn't have been called upon in that context, like if you if we're going to be um, racking up all of um, that's Jay's Potterjays, the game is one of one of the top three, probably top four. Do you, okay, so I think what I was hoping to hear from you was something along the lines of after Fifty Cent did his performance, then it, I was just waiting for a game track to drop. Oh, game you mean to pop that? Out okay. Yeah. So, Do you know, yeah, that's so what this, I was thinking. So about. this is the difficult bit, right? Because I know that Fifty and the game had obviously everyone knows they had a huge falling out, right? But then I swear that they squashed it recently. But at the same time, I also know that 50 Cent is really petty. So although he's, he's officially squashed it, he probably still like, fuck game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, 
I, I think that, that's probably the only reason that he wasn't there. I'm thinking that he must have said to, to Dre, uh, I'm not going to perform with games there. And then mm. Jay must have been like, okay then. And I think that's kind of cold. But then, but then at the same time, you could say, why wasn't um, Ice Cube there? Like, you could Ice dig Cube a bit is, deeper. Ice Cube, yeah. is not, Ice Cube is not Dr. Dre's protégé. No, nah, he's not, but he's yeah. he's still part of that initial era. No, 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 no. Like, because look, it's not NWA, it's Dr. Dre and his I know, I know I say it's not NWA, but I'm saying NWA was a part of Dr. J's legacy, right? Absolutely. And the, I, I feel like the hard time show I feel like the hard time show was all around what Dre has done. And Dre being so, instrumental you know what? to what, what Dre can do. I feel like Dr. Dre had a very minimal input in game. One album he was oh, off. No, no, he was signed to Aftermath. Yeah, um, he was signed to Aftermath. Before 50 Cent was there, right? And although he um he left after that, Dutch G still produced tracks for him after that as well. He, he, he yeah, effort. he produced minimal. tracks, but I'm saying his re, like his involvement wasn't as nah, anywhere near as involved as it was and with even, other artists. Even when he even but also when he left um, Aftermath, he was forced off. He not like Dutch G's like, oh yeah, fuck off now. He was forced off because 50 said he ain't gonna. He it's either he leaves or I leave. So then basically and I, I reckon Dutch was probably still getting paid off of um games Get releases rich. after that. Oh no, probably. But then, but then if, Ollie, if, yeah. if he chose fifty cent then Sorry, Oli, you've no. got a great start because I think that would have been a sick show if NWA came on, did a little something something, and then it went to the show it was. Exactly. Then it would just be really that would have been sick. NWA huh? are part of the reason why Joe is as big as he is. They're massive. No one's disputing that. Wait, wait, let me finish. Let me land. Game is not. 50 Cent, like you said, 50 Cent or Game, like he was given that choice and he chose 50 Cent. It's the exact same thing for the half time show. So if you're going to pick someone like Game, you have to consider the NWA. You have to consider other people like Warren G. I don't agree with that because, like I just said, when you talk about it, like (laughs) it's a very clear difference between NWA and Game here. And that NWA was something that Dre was a part of. The game is someone that Dre created. Okay, there's, there's a difference there, massive difference. The same way that Dre created Anderson Park, as we know today, uh, Kendrick Lamar, as we know him today, and okay, that's a bit of a, a sticky one too. Even but um, Eminem, Fifty Cent, that's what that came from under Dre, not beside him. And also, I don't think Ice Cube would want to come out as Dr. Dre's backup dancer in that sort of situation. I don't think any of them are really backup dancers, to be honest. I think they all were respectfully. Because I think even if you see Snoop Dogg, right? Um, were you on? I think Snoop Dogg's respect for Dr. Dre would be that like, he doesn't care if someone said that, because his whole career is there because of Dr. Dre, literally. So I don't think he would even care if someone said, "Are you Dre's backup dancer for the day?" Like, absolutely, for sure. I still feel like the same thing applies to NWA. They weren't nothing without Dre. That's that's sure sure that be the case. Right? I I agree with you with that. Right, so, 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 you right. could also say you can argue about Ice Cube. Ice Cube was writing everyone's bars in the group. That's true. That's uh, true. I think um, going true. back to the game though, um, I think the game's definitely um, what's the word I'm looking for? The game's definitely beefing with Fifty Cent, like, and that's why he hasn't been put on stage. That's probably why because Kendrick. Hasn't probably had as much impact. Um, Kendrick's like the current, the, the current goat that he's made, basically. 
I would argue and say Roddy Rich is. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, from the new generation, Roddy Rich is the new flag holder for the West Coast. No, nah, but... Oh, um, yeah, I get what you mean. Okay. Yeah, he is. Well, well, how does that, well, how does that revolve around Dr. Dre? It doesn't. That's just he's in Compton point. as well, isn't he? There you go. That's your, that's your connection. Yeah. Nasty. No, anyway, I feel like Kendrick makes sense. He's a current like I don't, I don't know how to explain it. But all of these it. artists have done something crazy. So, so this is the thing, right? So if we want to get really nitpicky, right? Really nitpicky. Like Kendrick Lamar being on Aftermath, right? That was literally like it wasn't. Dr. Dre didn't find Kendrick Lamar, let's put it that way. Dr. Dre put a, a, a light on him. He shot a light on him and made him grow and develop and become bigger, right? But he was already signed to Top Dog. So, see, the way you say Eminem and Dr. Dre, right? It was never like that with Dr. Dre and Kendrick. And they were never, like, proper them to work it together as a team to, to, to develop what they are. Does that make sense? That's what I'm saying here. Mm, I really had I really had a situation elsewhere, just that it wasn't a major labor deal. He was signed to Top Dog. And then when Top Dog got the distribution deal with with um Interscope, that's when they put Kendrick with Dr. Dre. So it's a bit different there again, if we're gonna get nitpicky. But let's not get nitpicky because we have more albums to to review and more stories to tell. So what's the next album we're reviewing? Or should we start with some gossip? Um, we talk gorgeous. about Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, gorgeous. Go for it. Uh, who's gonna start? You can start. You can. Oh my gosh, I loved it, man. I just <laughs> love Mary J. Like I just love everything about her. Um, Did you love every track on the album? I listen. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. I love the reason why I love Mary, and maybe it's just a really biased review is because obviously her story, like where we know where she's coming from to where she is now. Like, I think she's just so wholesome. Even seeing her dance on that stage, yeah, I want to laugh, but I'm just like, you know what, that's just me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just love her. Um, that album, I I say I love it, but I'm not giving it a five. Um, but I just think she makes some great music. Interesting. Interesting. Don't you think it's just like, sorry, wait, I'm not finished. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you feel like this album was like Aunt Monet when she started cheating or falling for the other guy? So it was almost a little bit hard, but I've got love and I've got feelings. Say again? Dante is it. Yeah, Dante. Um, it's almost like AKA when she saw that car and they were playing um, oh what's that song called again you know that scene right where she saw the car out the window and they were playing that love song and yeah. she almost got a little bit soft for a bit oh but then she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 I think that's what this <laughs> album was for me does that make sense like that moment of Art Monet where it's like, an album dedicated to Mecca yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she literally was just like you see that like, rent money when I heard the back the backstory about her having to pay alimony to Kendu or Kendo, whatever that dickhead's name is, um, mm. but she didn't have no money to pay her rent because she had to pay him mm. after he cheated on her and did her wrong and all that kind of stuff. 
Now, how does love marry? That's it. That was my rant for two minutes. I'm done. Who's next? I'll go next. Okay, then. I'll go next. Okay, go on. I fully agree with uh, Morvilly. I thought this album was dope. Like, the features all banged. um, Start to finish, it was was a nice listen. I I really enjoyed the DJ Khaled song as well. Amazing. Um, I thought that was a very uplifting bop. Um, what other songs did I like? What other songs? I really also liked "Come See Come See About Me" as well. I thought that was a really strong tune. And yeah, I'll definitely be replaying this album. It's probably this is definitely my album of the week for sure. Lovely. Um, I've got another thing. Have you guys listened to her previous album, Strength of a Woman? Nah. No, I don't think I did, to be honest with you. I need you guys to take time to listen to that, because that album, I even played today, again, before I listened to some more Mary J. Blige. And the reason why I love this album even more, actually, is because with Strength of a Woman, where she first had the whole breakup, you could hear the pain, you could hear the feelings and all that kind of stuff and now with this one it's almost like she's leveled up but she's still in her emotions but she's a little bit more angry now mm. so yeah that's it okay okay there's some interesting stuff here yeah probably what you say well he's being really quiet so i think he's gonna say some real shit right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm going last i'm going last Oh, no, no, you went, you went first for last time, so now you don't go last this time, go on. That's how it works, if you, you go first, you go last. You're in both times, come on. Listen, I am the ruler. Um, do you know what? There were ups and downs for me. The ups were a lot higher than the downs. The downs were so down, I could not remember what the downs were. Are you describing travelling in a, on a hill or something? <laughs> The album was good. I'm not going to lie. It put me in a really positive mood. I don't think vocally she was strong. I agree with that. But I could, I can forgive that. I think the content was very powerful. And I think, like, it was very, um, that she put, she put, she was wearing her heart on her sleeve, so to speak. She was putting everything out there. She was putting it all out there. And I really appreciated that. Definitely got Auntie Monet vibes. It's just, Mary's made some amazing music. And this, it's, it's, it's not in the same stratosphere. Like, okay, that's a bit extreme. It's, it's just not in the same league. I agree. But I think, I completely hear that, yeah. But I think we've got to move with the timelines. Like, vocally, she wasn't as strong as she has been when she was younger. Uh, but that's expected because she's 50. 100%. Is that, is that, that the thing, Like, honestly, I don't know if this is the thing or not, but actually, as you get older, does your voice actually go or what? I don't know. I don't think I don't it know. does because look at Aretha Franklin. Exactly. She is, like, doing some mad shit at, like, 90, but you know what, right? You can't actually copy anyone to Aretha in the first place, though. You can't. I just see it as, then... like, a sportsman, right? Where he's in his youngest, he's his fifth, he's, it's his prime. And as he gets yeah. older, yeah, he's still going to be better than the average guy, but he's not going to be who he was in his prime. But it's not going to be so bad that it falls off. Do you know what I mean? I do. But I feel like like this is a very, very big dive compared to what she'd done vocally before. There wasn't anything anything powerful about her voice. 
It was I just agree. like she was barely passing. She could just do melodies. Nah, don't, don't and she focused, she focused yeah, more on like... Amazing album, like Steve Dogg's one. Yeah, she focused more on like singing rap than actually singing. Okay, and I felt like the features you know were holding, it, holding her up. Because right. there's a song on there and I was just like, this sounds very Beyonce. Um, where it was like singy, rappy kind of vibe rather than like a Mary sing, so, sing vibe. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, ups and downs. Yeah. Content, great. Um, liked how exposed she made herself. Like the Auntie Monet vibes. Beats were good, they weren't great. What, singing was poor. Okay, poor's a bit strong. It's, it's poor by Mary J standards. And like when you put it all as a package, it's just not, it's okay, it's good, it's not great. I'm going to listen to it again and I'm probably going to keep some of the tracks in like rotation, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to rush back to it. Would you rush back to Snoop over this? It depends on my vibe, but probably, yeah. Wow. No way. Wow. I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Anytime there's nostalgia, I'm, I'm a sucker for it. Wow. All right. Everyone's really entitled to their own opinion. <laughs> there's, there's a really good sex joke here, but I'm not going to make it. Anyway. Um, That's growth, Matt. That's real growth. I know it is. I, I thought, wow, that's another sex joke there, but... <laughs> Oh, we were going really, it was going really well today, Matt. We were, man. We were, but you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Anyway, um, my views kind of echo Ollie's, but the one bit I really want to talk about, right, because <laughs> it really got me, is that is that Artie Monet really made a jaw track with Phoebe and Forrest. Like, I couldn't believe what the fuck I was saying. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is this? Is this is this jaw? <laughs> is this actually jaw? Like, I was just waiting for. I was waiting to hear um, a sample or something from uh, Pop Smoke because it was mad. I couldn't believe it. But yeah, everything else is like basically what Ollie said. I like Davies um, little verse as well. And do you know no, what? Sure. I didn't. I didn't really notice Anderson Park on the track with her here with me. So maybe I need to go and run that back because it kind of seemed like there wasn't much going on there. Normally, when Anderson Park preaches to the song, he's very, very. He's not subtle, let's put it that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ratings. What do you rate it? Yeah. Um, by the way, more? just wanted to say. Oh, no, never mind. Forget it. No, no, no. No, no, forget it. I just think for me, Mary is just wholesome. So whatever whatever vi- whatever vote I give is definitely gonna be by friendly. <clears throat> I hear that. I respect it. I like the transparency. I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it three. I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it Point a five. two. Huh? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I should give it a two just to get money back for giving Snoop a three. Two, so. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, it's, man, comes it's, a, <laughs> it's a three. It's a three. So, oh, Mary's just too sick, man. What's your favourite track on the album? 
I don't have one. It's amazing featuring DJ Khaled. I was really enjoying that one. I love Rent then, Money. Yeah, Rent Money is good as well. Yeah, it's good. I like Falling in Love. That was a really good track. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just I need you guys, just... to, if you've got spare time this week, listen to her Strength of a Woman album. I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> nope. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> but, but I will listen to Reflections again. I like Reflections. I'll give it a um, go, for sure. I'll give it to my Kerry. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> actually, I'm actually just going to... I'm going to listen to Strength of a Woman. I'm going to try it out. <laughs> I'm going to try. So what, no one's listening to Mary J. Strength of a Woman now? No, I'm, I'm going to try it out. I'm oh, going to try it out. And I'll tell hey, you guys, my favourite song on it as well. I want to yeah. ask you all a question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the question, but I don't want you to answer it until I ask, like, until I say your name, right? So, does everyone understand what I'm saying? I'm going to ask the question, but I don't want you to give your response until I say your name. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Ollie. Yes. So let me do it in the right order. What what does on site mean to you, Oli? Can you tell me? What does what does on site mean to you, Oli? It means that when I see you and you see me, we're gonna sort out our issues verbally or with fisticuffs. Okay. Moverly, what does on site mean to you? On-site means uh, when I see you in person, we are going to address any issues we have there and then. Okay. Manny, what does on-site mean to you? Um, it's basically what you say to um, your Amazon Alexa when you want the lights to work. <laughs> <laughs> I confirm that it's bullshit. <laughs> Unless you set a routine for that, but anyway. So if everyone's been like following like a few months back, right, when the baby was having issues with his baby mother, um, Danny Lee. Danny Lee's brother was basically saying was was making threats to the baby over the internet. Now, it was kind of understandable at the time because hundred uh, percent he was being mad disrespectful to his sister. No, no, no. In that sense it's fully understandable. Like he's the baby was taking the piss with with, with Danny Lee. Um she's only recently given birth and he was basically putting her out the house and stuff like that and being mad abusive um, mentally, not not physically abusive abusive. But anyway. Um so I understand totally how the brother was behaving. And I take it he didn't have the resources to fly out to Miami or wherever they were because he's based in LA. So these threats. So he was broke and tracked bare shit. Or that's what you, you know, this is the thing with the internet, right? If you're far enough away from someone, you can say what you like and they can't physically do anything to you most of the time. But I could go and tweet Kanye West right now and be like, go suck a dick, you bitch. And you know what? He wouldn't be able to do anything to me because. He's like 5,000 miles away, could be however many thousand miles. Now, what's happened now is that, you know, the baby's a man of a lot of resources and he can afford to fly from wherever to, to LA. And he found out where um, the baby, sorry, where Danny Lee's brother was playing, was bowling apparently. 
I think that's how it went down. I'm pretty sure that um I, I think the, it, it was no, it was the other way around. It was the other way around? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes it even worse then. That video did not look like it was the other way around. <laughs> that makes it even worse. <laughs> so obviously if there's one thing I know about rappers, right, especially when they're not in their hometown, like they always roll with a squad. I think the only one that probably doesn't is J. Cole. Uh, I'm pretty sure even Kendrick Lamar rolls the people. Now, so <laughs> this guy, Brandon, whatever his name is, right? Brandon Bills, I think his name is. He's gone to where the baby is playing is bowling. Like, bowling is not even a solitary sport, is it? You you, you do it with other people. So yeah. by default, it's going to be with other people, right? Anyway, he's gone there to have a conversation with him. That's what he said. He said he wants to have a conversation and then he got attacked. But as we all confirmed a minute ago, if you say to someone it's on site, then it's on site. So no, you can't be upset. No, we you did say with words. No, we did say with words or fisticuffs, no, and he no, went to have no. a conversation. It was conversational on no. site. He was saying he's no. going to beat his ass when he sees him. That's what he was saying. On, yeah. the, on the big old internet, big old Instagram, he's like, when I see you, I'm going to beat you up. That's what he said. And he, what he did, he saw him with a conversation. And that is. Nonsense, mate. I'm sorry. Absolutely and not. better still, what's even more nonsense is going there by yourself because everyone knows that he wasn't going to be there, that the baby wasn't going to be there by himself. And on top of that, who even fights one-on-one nowadays? Who actually does that? I respect the honour in doing it fully, but nobody does it. Most of the time, people just shoot in. But if they are going to fight, someone's getting a beat down from a gang. It's a gangbang. It's not going to ever be... It's, it's hardly ever a proper one-on-one fight. So... I don't know what he was doing, but you know, if I was Charlemagne the God, I'd be giving him dunk of the day because that was just really stupid. What he did. What's your guys' opinion? What, what do you guys think? If have you watched the video though, probably. Yeah, the baby who tumped him up a couple of times, and then it was like other guys that did it. I think the people that were there were all a part of the baby's crew, and what that kind of shows me is. The baby has his has a really strong crew behind him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like everyone was on job. It was like the baby handled his bit. Someone else came, added a a one two combo, let the guy run around. Someone pulled the guy's hair. The baby came at, slapped him, kicked him. <laughs> like the guy must have been <laughs> rattled afterwards. Just. <laughs> It was like, what do you call those gang initiations? Like, he got hazed or something. <laughs> got jumped in. Like, he's a part of the baby's crew now. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was embarrassing. That's what I could say. It was embarrassing. But, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what are you saying, Oli? I mean, it's, it's just silly, innit? it? It's, it's just silly. That's what I'm saying. Is it that that the whole thing is preposterous to me? But why is that? It just seems stupid, man. Like I don't understand why the baby would want to even entertain this. It's just stupid. I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly. why. That I, I understand the brother getting mad. For totally, totally. I understand the brother coming and trying to talk to him because the baby. Nah, you can't be talking to him like that. No, that's that's it. And like, if you're trying to talk, it's a bit different. It's just. 
It's just another notch against us. No, you know Ollie, I think does. you're doing, you're being too innocent. There's no the brother's not coming there to talk, bro. He's coming there. To no, but you don't, if he, if he wanted to have a conversation, right? The only way he could have had the conversation is if he rolled with his own squad as well. That's the only way a conversation would have happened. But this is it. Like he knows he's with the baby knows he's with his entourage. If he's going to one man up, that shows that to me anyway that no, he's no, just trying to do no, something. Because no, 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 no. it's one of those things, like you know, when you, like if you want diplomacy. Right, if you want diplomacy, you got to show that each each side is equal, sort of thing, right? I see if what you're saying. Beat, then they're gonna get tucked up. I, I see what you're saying. If, if he came with a number bigger, it means that even if they do something, they may end up losing. So it forces a conversation. Exactly. I understand. I understand that. I, I understand that thought process. It, I, it's it's just. Do you know what's know, gonna be just, embarrassing? When that child grows up. And they've got like they get you know they hit the adult age about nineteen and they start getting a bit of tea about what happened in the family. It's gonna be like my dad beat up my uncle. I can't wait for the card you response and Kim must. <laughs> <laughs> oh mum, is that your pussy on the on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that I man? That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Now, I imagine the son's gonna go port hub because he wants to see like you know is he like 13, 14 years old? At least he's a mum with it. So, carry on. And that, this is definitely not the direction I was going in, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, it's um, worse for Daddy Lee because like, it's going to be like, like Mommy, why is Uncle getting topped up by Daddy? <laughs> oh, I even Go on. But, anywho, um, so yeah, that's, um, it's a bit tight, man. It's just, I think it's just um, everyone needs to grow up a little bit, but. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's, it's just, I understand that everyone's upset and emotions are high, but stupid. Some people were raised up and yeah, some people were dragged up. So, yeah. There we are. People have, yeah. and Matt's like, what the hell is going on here <laughs> with diplomacy? <laughs> <laughs> Look, the thing is that I'm all for diplomacy, right? I am all for that. But you, it's very difficult to have diplomacy after you be running your mouth. That's the thing. Like, if you if you want to have a conversation, it is, he, he, you know, he didn't even think be on the internet, right? That's, that's the first bit. The internet ruins things for people because of the fact that you have that Dutch courage when you're on the internet. You can, that you can just talk. You can talk anyhow to anyone and you don't feel any... Um, any feedback from it, any any negative impact from your actions, right? Yeah. So, if he just said in the first place, he could have just been messaging him, DMing him, calling him, and they just talk mano mano, right? And then what's said is said, and what's done is done. But because of the fact he put all of the internet, well, I feel less sympathy for him. Because generally speaking, I am someone that would always back the underdog, and I do respect someone going one man up to a fight, right? And 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 dealing with it. I've actually seen it happen in real life where someone's gone to a fight one man up and beat up a whole bunch of people by himself, right? <laughs> it's actually mad. <laughs> but but um in this situation there I find it funny because of the fact that he was running his mouth talking the hardest and then this was happened. He's getting dragged by his hair tight man. Literally man that's that's like you you can't even show his face like bowling any again. Like seriously. And then see like this is the thing that like, the embarrassment that like, like he felt is that could make things escalate more. Because if he was to go and be like, oh, to, to, to get back some of his his um his self-belief, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Is 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 he's gonna have to like go to set stupid, like shoot the baby. I don't want to hear that happen. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> Matt said the only way he can recover now is if he shoots. But it's true. His, his pride is massively dented. His pride is uh, like non-existent. Like you said, he was getting pulled around by his hair. Like that is ridiculous. He was on the, the slippery. I mean, there's other things alley. he could do. It should be equally as bad or worse like before what? he has to go as nuclear as. Bro, bro do that. Yeah, we, we all know people get shot for less than that. So. People get shot every day, B. Exactly that. Anyway, let's move on a new topic. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, I've got a good one here. I've got a really good one. So this one is one that I really like, actually. So, so this is Hater Map coming out again, as you guys will say. But you remember, like, well, I don't know, it's might be six months ago, and we were discussing Nicki Minaj, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, I made a comment saying that Nicki Minaj has moved on to another phase of her career now, and it's almost like we're narcissists, whereby although he still makes good music, he's not going to get the like the, the commercial success that he used to have. So, for example, mm-hmm. Nas's last album, I think it won a Grammy, didn't it? It won a Grammy for Best Rap Album, but it's, I don't think it's I even gone so. gold. Right? Um, Nicki Minaj has now tweeted out saying that she needs to go number one because she is number one. That's what she's tweeted out saying. So is that her showing that she's given up on commercial success now because of the fact that Cardi B tips to Cobra? Mm, maybe. Maybe she's just trying to change the narrative to not make herself look as bad, but she doesn't want to give up. It's almost like she's post being a superstar and now going to like, that, that legendary. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think. That's what I think. It's, it's almost like and I think if like, Little Kim carried herself that way as well, she would still be. Of course, and, she and still it, is. Like, my yeah, question, I have a question. I have a question like, if we look back at Nikki's history, mm-hmm. when was she at a peak and when did she start to decline? Uh, this is what I was going to say to you. And how long Nikki, has she been declining for? Nikki's decline happened off camera, so to speak, because she was doing very well and her releases were, were selling, and then she took a break, right? And during that break, that's when Cardi B came up. And all these other um, female rap stars started to come up during this time as well. And then when Nicki Minaj came back, it's like people weren't really feeling her anymore. And that's what she struggled with. That's why she was beefing with Cardi B. That's why she was beefing with Sierra and all that sort of stuff. She's still got number one there. Is that some got number one? No, she got got number one with six nine. Okay, but guys, see, I don't feel I really don't think that was her number one. I don't think that was her number one. I think that was six nines because at that time, let's be real, six nine had the incident in the chokeholds, and also we know that he was paying for streams as well. So, you know. wait, guys, guys, what are you trying to it's because she was marrying a a rapist. Yes, that's a really big thing. <laughs> like, it is. Guy, like you're talking about that. music. It's because she was marrying a rapist. That's yeah. where the problem was, and then obviously- but that's what I'm saying. Her decline happened off screen. It wasn't. It wasn't a case of her music went downhill per se, and that's what did it. It was the fact was that her, her lifestyle. Could you kind of correlate this to her relationship with Meek? Yeah, even that, she was still her... doing. She was. She was still doing great when she was in Meek. Although saying that her, the bridges that she burnt with Drake might have, might have caused issues as well for her, possibly. Yeah, she kind of alienated yeah. herself. Do you think she burnt bridges with Drake, or do you think she just stayed out of it? Nah, she burnt bridges with Drake. 
Drake, there was definitely um, an issue between her and Drake when. I'm pretty sure Drake said it in one of his songs. Yeah. Are they think they're even friends anymore? Are they friends again? Or, or they squashed it now? Yeah, I remember when he was on Seeing Green. Yeah, and they oh, made yeah. a song about their kids playing together. Oh, oh, there you go. It's definitely but, um, because her, like, all of the other stuff is just extra shit. It's definitely because she was marrying a rapist. I uh, know. I think the other part of it as well, which people don't, don't really want to admit, is that because Safari ain't there anymore. He ain't writing the bars anymore. Let's not do that because Safari's worked. Safari can rap, right? Just that Safari as a as a persona isn't syllable because he's weird, but he can rap. And he writes good bars for Nicki Minaj. Or if, he, if we're not going to say he, he fully writes the bars, he at least inspired her to write good music. And yeah, this new guy. Right. And this new guy doesn't do that at all. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's been like a couple, a few negative topics. Okay, that was negative. So let's let's do a positive one, shall we? Mm. Should we talk about dig that shit, or should we talk about? Um... <laughs> No, that's cold. Let's start talking about that one. Uh, Shensia is with um, what's her name again? Allegedly, London on the no, Allegedly, they, were, they were pictured holding hands. He he oh, dropped, yeah. he stopped her from falling over. She put it on her Instagram. Okay, she nearly fell over. Caught her oh, hand, held her up. I'm trying to see the logistics here. When someone's falling over, do you then clasp their their, their hands, fingers and fingers? Hundred percent. It depends on the type of food. There's many only, different types only, of food. If I ever see, if I ever see you chipping, bro, I'm gonna definitely just clasp your hand like that as well. Nah, let me fall on my sword. Let me no, fall no, and bounce no, no, back. No, no, no. I'm let me. Like don't that. show no sign of weakness. No, just no. strength. If I fall, I'm gonna bounce back. I don't need help. I don't need a hand. I am good. <laughs> I don't fall. I mean, you know, I've fallen down once in my life, and that was in the snow. Why do you love chatting so much shit? That was in the snow. And I was trying to dodge snowballs. That's Why the only time I've fallen down in my life. So Listen, check, check my history. You I just can't fall. help yourself, can you, at this point? I don't anyway. fall. Anyway. Don't try and discredit my name based on... Anyway. She then later on posted a picture of herself being treated by someone special for Valentine's Day. That was mad. Was, was like covered in roses and shit and gifts. Whoever did um, that, that was amazing. That's cool. But I really hope that... Um, it's not London on the track because I don't want Shansia to be his third baby mother. Not that he's not that it's really in my business, but I just feel to myself she could probably do better. You know, so <laughs> oh. oh come on man. It's Shansia, like she could probably date anybody right now. She's like Yeah, she is her stuff right now. Yeah. Who did you see Maya Jammer's um Valentine's setup as well? I saw all the gifts that she got from the Brooklyn Nets. What else was there? Oh, no, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Whose was better, hers or Shansia's? Shansia's was nicer, I think. Well, I felt like my challenge was, like, levels above. Like, it was almost yeah, over. The, the real question is, are we taking notes, lads? Valentine's Day is fake. That's a good question. What did you guys do for Valentine's Day? Um, the group was in a relationship, right? So... We didn't really celebrate it this year. Wow. No, you didn't do anything. Done so many, innit? Nah, my, my, my girl cooked me a nice dinner. What did you do? 
I did. Um, well, respect the quality. So, what did he say again? Being real quiet. We some, so, we spent some quality time inside and ordered in. Nice. I like that. Matt, what did you do, Matt? What did I do? I'll tell you what I did. What I did, I planned this one in advance, right? So I got this really big piece of filet mignon steak and we cooked it at the end. (laughs) Where did you get it from? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, So my girl had a butcher there, her stuff. She got it from. I did it all different one that you mentioned, Dolly. But yeah, it was that. And then we just like got some sweet potatoes. And we mashed it, so we had to mash sweet potatoes, and um, we made our own peppercorn sauce as well. And we like we did it together, so it was like a, I don't know how you put it, like a romantic food prep. <laughs> yeah, ate it. Well, yeah, it was, it was it was actually the best steak I've ever had in my life. And when I did the maths on it, I reckon that could easily have been like a two hundred pound meal, and we didn't pay that. Wow. We paid. It would have been close to like seventy pounds with all the ingredients and and wine and that sort of stuff together. So, um, yeah, That's nice. right, yeah. Like you know, you can go to these fancy restaurants. I'm not, I'm not going to tell anyone not to go to a fancy restaurant. It's, it's nice to have the ambience and have the food just come to you. But it's also quite nice to do things yourself sometimes because you also have that memory of that time when you do it together. You know what? Yeah, I actually yeah. agree because because when we made our dinner, I done I done the sides. Obviously, because you're a side fan. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't even see it as like a <laughs> resort, but yeah, and uh, she done the main part of the meal, and um, it was nice, just like vibing, listening to music, cracking yeah, exactly. the old joke. It's Don't nice. Don't cook with your partners. All... No, no, no disrespect onto whatever you planned for Valentine's Day, but don't you guys cook with your partner regularly? Nah, it depends, <laughs> innit? Wow. It depends, because... It just depends, innit? Like, weekends, you might cook together, but... I don't live with my partner, so I don't cook for her. Okay. And she didn't really cook for me either, and not, not often. Every now and then she does, but it's not a normal thing. If anything, you're more like you would go out for food or just order in when I, when I go over to see her, or when she comes to see me. So it's a bit different. In the future, when we live together, I'm sure that I will cook... Um, now and then too. I, I'm not someone that loves cooking or anything like that, so I'm not going to be... I hate like, cooking. Oh, yeah, look, I've, I've got this new meal, but every now and then it'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll do some sea bass, I'll do some steak, I'll do some spaghetti bolognese, I'll do the stuff that I like to make. Bro, I, I hate cooking with a passion, man. I love it. I'm surprised by that, you know, because... Hold on, one second, one second. Buddy, did you say what you had for um your meal? Oh, so we had. Wait, wait, wait. guys, guys, get get ready for this because there's a real bombshell in this one. Ali, <laughs> <laughs> go on. So we had some perfectly cut chi- uh, duck breasts. Got out mm-hmm. the lecousse pan. I don't know if you guys know what lecousse is, but uh, yeah, done though. Of course, high end, things. big things. So you got that. Got got a little skit out. Seared the duck, slapped it in the oven after. You know, you know how you do. Made an orange, an orange sauce, got the finest oranges and orange juice. Man put Tropicana in it. <sighs> and uh, 
for the sides, you had like tender stem broccoli, got some fresh organic one, mm-hmm. and some freshly grounded garlic and stuff. It was nice. It was nice. And some mashed potato. <laughs> 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 we did that last bit again. I don't think I listened to some of it properly. Uh, and then we had some Hagen Dazs to wash it down. No, 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 no. Rewind, pull up. Oh, the tender scent broccoli. No, no, no. <laughs> so, Oliver had mashed potatoes as part of his meal. Whoa, right. I have mashed potatoes. And you know how adamant that this guy is about not liking potatoes, but I think it's, I think he's a Ford, you know. I think he's a Ford because... Oh, you know what I realised? I'm a I bit of an oxymoron. I don't like potatoes either. Thank you! They're weird. Oh, like, I will give you the biggest like high five. So you don't they don't make sense, do they? They don't make sense. No, like, why do you want to eat much? Wait, 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 wait. You eat fries though, right? Chips, yeah. And you eat crisps? Yeah. Okay, so that's what, potatoes. In that <laughs> format, yeah. But a potato to but eat as part potato. of a meal... Okay, but a potato to eat as part of a meal is not it for me. Like it's just so you don't eat stupid. you don't eat with potatoes. Like I, if there's any other option, if there's no other option, I'll have a roast potato because I have to have something on the side. So I'll be upset with my meal. Oli, Oli, you like I don't like it. It's nasty. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's nasty. It's weird. Thank what you. Thank you. Thank. You. And these guys, yeah, well, like you ate the like potatoes. What are you talking about? You loved it. You said you loved the potatoes, bro. Yeah, because so. I've done my mum's recipe. And you know what? I'm a bit wait, of an oxymoron. Wait, 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 wait. I can't stand can ketchup, you, but I'll eat can ketchup you, pasta. I'm a bit you, of an oxymoron. Can you, can you I'm sorry, is ketchup like, pasta a real thing? <laughs> yeah, ketchup pasta is a real thing. It, it really is. Oh, I, I hate ketchup. Like, if anyone puts ketchup anywhere near me, I won't eat my food. Can you explain what your mom's recipe is for mashed potatoes, please? Because everyone's going to be like super excited. Nah, that. I've already been through this with you today. I'm not going through it again. He said mashed potato on some butter. Let me tell you what it is. Like. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's ask Manny, how do you make your mashed potato? Yeah, go on, yeah. How do you make your mashed potato, Manny? Um, milk, uh, butter, salt, and black pepper. Oh my god! Straight away! <laughs> and then you mash it till, till it's silky smooth. Ali, so, where do you get your Manny's, Manny's missing out garlic, bruv. Manny's missing out garlic, and it's not just any salt, it's Himalayan salt. Oh okay. my god, it makes. Ali, I don't know, man. And it's freshly honestly, cracked back honestly, black pepper. Ollie, yeah, honestly, Ali, right. I don't know what is wrong with you, but it's not potatoes isn't your enemy. You must have just had some bad food from somewhere when, as a kid, and it maybe fucked up your taste buds. But potatoes are fine. Potatoes are okay mashed. They're okay. Okay, so chips. maybe you need to try some good roast potatoes. Then I've tried so many roast potatoes. You haven't tried the elite roast potatoes. My cousin. Yeah, my, my cousin. I think, I think, I think we're potatoes. going down a tangent. We're going down a tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> we have one more potato chronicles. <laughs> we have one more album to review, right? Have we done all of them? We do. We do. No, we've got one more to do. Okay, Stoner's Life by DJ and Wiz Khalifa. Hold on, we've got two more to do. No, oh yeah, we got two more to do. Yeah, okay, uh, Stoner's okay. Life, Juicy J, and Wiz Khalifa. Um, I'm gonna say I didn't enjoy this album again. I don't know why it just didn't resonate with me. There's no, 
bangers for me, really. It just felt like a project for project sake. Um, no disrespect to Wiz. Mm. How many times did you listen to it? I just listened to it like twice. Oh, okay. Right. So I remember the last time last time we reviewed GCJ, I hated the album on the first listen. But then when yeah. you listen to it again, you start to appreciate it. And it's one of the ones where if you go in thinking you're going to get substance, you're not. Like, by all accounts, I should hate the album. Like, it's a terrible message. Like, the delivery is not great. But for some reason, whatever GCJ does, I don't know what, I don't know what it is, but there's something that he does that it makes you rethink your thought process on what you should like when it comes to basic rap. Uh, I liked it. And Wiz is always consistently decent. So you add Wiz on top, you're going to get a decent thing. I liked it. I'm actually going to agree with you as well on that. I think it was pretty shit, but I liked it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was better than Snoop Dogg for me. Um, I feel like it was probably laced with a little bit of crack. I'm not sure why I liked it, but I did. Yeah. It's sort of like like if it was going to relate this back to food, it's sort of like chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Like they're trash, but they're so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also think, actually, the, the nigga, nigga, nigga stuff in this album was more palatable. It's because he's kind of ignorant, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I think maybe I would respect Sweet Dog a bit more. So it's just like, really? Um... But yeah, it was a bit more palatable than this one. Yeah, like I, I don't go in expecting a crazy project, but uh, it always surprises me how much I like it. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's one of the ones where it depends on how you listen to it, what you're doing. It kind of mm-hmm. gets you hyped. Agreed. Matt? Matt? Yeah, silence. He's, he's making love to potatoes. Um, I was actually just making love to my potato. But, um, no, what you call it, it, I didn't, um, I didn't listen to this project, unfortunately. It's really bad because I really love Wiz Khalifa. And I think GCJ has some of the most funniest and iconic bars of all time. But, um, yeah, I didn't get around to listen to it. But I'll probably listen to it at some point and get back to y'all. Cool. Alright, what would you rate it? I'm going to give it a three. It's a three. It's a two for three me. Alright, cool. And the final one... I'm going to put my five in there one. so it gets a three. No, no. no. <laughs> the final project, Matt, are you enjoy it? Oh, I think I've done a few already, haven't I? No, because I haven't listened to it. That's why. Well, I'm over this. Um... <laughs> I <didn't listen laughs> <to it>, so. <laughs> oh my god I, I, I think I'm the only person that listened to it properly but anyway it's Jasmine Sullivan she released a really good album last year I'm sorry was were you going to let yeah, it was last year. it or not well, so Jasmine Sullivan she, she, Jasmine oh. Sullivan she released a really good album last year and <laughs> um, the one that's just dropped is the deluxe version of that album um, so yeah Matt what was your view? What's the album called, Mobley? Um, one sec. Hotel. <laughs> and this hotel, motel, no. Hotel. Hotel, motel. 
Hola, <risa> Peñín. No, este es called Hotels uh, by the Deluxe Version. It's Motels because, like I said, number 10 um, tracks, but only five of them are actually songs, and five of them are um, hotels. So, um, I oh, wait, Hotel really... Motels was right, by the way. Yeah, but the way you said it, it was like Pitbull. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That is bringing back some fucking memories, bro. No, she honest, bro. You know what I mean? Six times in an hour. Oh my gosh. That and Dizzy Rascal holiday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh my gosh. Oh no, that's definitely. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, I started to get nightmares. I said memories before, but that's nightmares. Um, right. So, yes, five tracks, five um, skits. And honestly, like this is sounds wrong, isn't it? Because it wasn't a song. But my favorite part of the additional section of this album was Issa's story, Issa's tale. Because that tale was really fucked up. But so the music was all good, but that tale is what really just got stuck in my head because bloody hell. That tale was dirty. Anyway, yeah, um, what do you guys think? <laughs> That's a short and sweet review. Yeah. Deluxe in it, so. so um the original still holds up. Absolutely. I feel like the deluxe tracks weren't amazing. They were okay. Um, and I skipped the tables, which I feel Why like kind of that is so dumb because I was yeah. driving and I didn't want to hear people talking, so I was just skip the tales set the scenes. For I the know song. the tales set the mood for the song. I know I listened to a few of them, I skipped yeah. the original ones. Can you, can you listen to Issa's Tale today, though? I, I listened to Issa's Tale, I listened to Issa's Tale, okay. That is hilarious. I listened to like two out of the five new ones. I listened to the one from the that the like the guy's tale and oh, pieces. Yeah. But yeah, like it's like if you haven't listened to the original album, it's good. And if you're gonna listen to it, definitely listen to the deluxe. It's the way to go. Um, Manny, I haven't I haven't listened to this deluxe, but I really enjoyed the hotels one. Okay, fair enough. So, what are you reviewing it at, Ronnie? Then, is there any point in giving a score for this? Because we really loved the original, didn't we? So, yeah, yeah. I think the score stays the same. It doesn't get yeah, better. I agree with that. It's not, it doesn't raise it to another level. It just gives you a bit more entertainment for a good album. I think you got a four when we reviewed it before, didn't it? Yeah, and I would say it still feels like a four. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nice. Cool. Wicked. Um. I guess we're still waiting on Oli to finish Euphoria. Uh, Morvali, do you watch Euphoria? Um, no, but I just saw that I could get it on Prime, but there was a charge. So where are you not watching this? Wait. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that one movie. still. Um, yeah, Sky, Sky. Sky. Yeah, Sky, Sky, Sky. Oh, I ain't got that either. <laughs> I could send you a link there to watch it. It's called I'll Yeah, just send me the link. Yeah. Um, I will watch it. What what episode are we on? 
So no, you, you you're gonna have to catch up from season one. We're in season two now. That's I like have a tendency to bang films out, you know, or shows out. Yeah, so oh, it's eight cool. episodes so, in the first season, and it's eight in the second as well. But on episode have six, you finished like season two? Nah, it's two more uh, to come. Okay, do they drop every week? Yeah, every Sunday, every yeah. Monday. All right, so, so next week we'll discuss season one and season two, episode seven. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Are you guys watching Ghost? Um, the new, well, not Ghost, the cool. new Tower show. Force, yeah. 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 What, what are your thoughts? Initial thoughts. Uh, spider warning, by the way. Being a bit of a slow start. Yeah. Like the plot is sticking in. The slow start makes sense though. Yeah, this is the kind of yeah. start that I wanted from uh, book two. That was Okay, fair enough. Everyone's entitled. To I think I think we don't need a slow start with Ghost Two because the slow start with Power. Yeah. yeah. We know to read that. Continuations. But with Tommy, we don't know much other than him. Well, we know about his dad and his mom and his relationship with Ghost. Yeah. But like, we don't we, know much about. We didn't know anything about Tommy. To, uh, really, when you think about it, we didn't know that much about Tommy. Sure. We're learning yeah. about now. No, yeah, I get that. But we know Tommy's a hothead and he's. Yeah, off the chain. We know about his but character, but we don't know so you'd expect a bit more crud in it. But I like no, but how actually, he's being a bit smarter and more reserved. In yeah, in force in 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 this, we don't see him. We see that another side to him, which we don't get to see much because that ghost usually plays that role mm. in yeah. their dynamic duo. Yeah. But now that ghost is not here, Tommy yes. isn't. He's moving that ghost. But I, but at the same time, I don't think he's been. Reserved in the stuff that he's done. The only thing I say yeah. he hasn't been—he hasn't snapped at the first opportunity, but he has snapped a couple times. He snapped, so. you know, but he snapped. But the way he snapped has been very calculated, like a ghost snap. Like he's gonna get you, and only a few people are gonna know that he's gonna get you. Like he's leaving no loose ends, isn't it? My non-spoiler review of the first episode is that I thought he should have died in the first episode. That's what my, my no spoiler review is, yeah. But obviously, you can't die in the first episode of his own show because that wouldn't work. But that is what I genuinely felt should have happened. So that's why I yeah. say I disagree when you say that he's been reserved. But teach their own opinion. I just think Tommy makes the moves that need to be made. So, for example, yeah. when we saw that Angela was a problem very early on. He's just like, she needs to go, he needs to go. But he gave time. And then she wasn't gone, so he was trying to get rid of her. You guys remember that, yeah? Uh, Yeah. 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 Definitely. He is usually right, to be fair. Mm. Yeah. I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, I don't like the setting, though. It's, it's not glamorous, that's what it is. Yeah, and I feel like Power's always been kind of glamorous. No, so, but I like it because it's not Tommy what hasn't been, though. Yeah, that's true as well. It's but, definitely, um, yeah, it definitely gives me mob wives vibes rather yeah. than like um, love and hip hop vibes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, what I do um, like, though, is um, we're going to see how he's going to scale up from scratch. Which is going to be interesting. Also, what's interesting is that it shows that 50 Cent is maybe rolling the dice a bit more here because he's not just trying to recycle um, 
what he's done before because it would have been very easy to just put him to put Tommy in another major city and just basically just completely copy the original power glitz the glamour because even when you look at it right um ghost has got the glitz of the glamour but it's a bit different because it's from a, a younger perspective yeah and then um the what, book three raising canaan there is glitz and glamour there but it's on a different scale because obviously the drugs game was on a different scale it's a there. retro so it, piece as well yeah so it was it was limited to having a nice car and nice jewelry you didn't have the penthouse suites and stuff like that at the time Although I think one of the guys did have a penthouse suite, didn't he? Uh, yeah, a unique. Yeah, but at the same time, it wasn't obviously in the same sort of level as what Ghost had. So no, not with a private entrance. And I do think Chicago is a major city, though. It is a major it city. Is. And I'm pretty sure it's got we... the penthouses and the skyscrapers there as well, but that's just not what they're focusing on. I guess. I one thing I do like. Sorry, would you like to go ahead or should I go ahead? No, 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 go on, go on. Um, what I think with this one, though, I think it's um, a lot more diverse. Yeah. Where it was around... Yeah. It, it, you know power, it was around how black... The black drug game is, you would say. This one is focusing on how... I think the guy's Scottish? That they're... Irish. Like, uh, Irish, yeah. So it's they've got Irish. their own business and their own community. Um, and it's just a little bit different to power. Does that make sense? Yeah. With Ghost, I will yeah. say this though: yeah. power did always have the Latinos and, and like the Russians and whatever. In the Serbians, well. there are Serbians, that... or Serbians, and as well. Yeah, but those so, those were extras. Like, it wasn't right? like it's all just black. I think like now the main cast are. They're they're white, but they're not Americans. Yeah, Tommy was that the again? white American. Yeah, I get that. I hate that. If there wasn't many many white Americans in power, let me put it that way. They were just different races. Yeah. That's true. But with this one, um, what you're going to see here, what you have already seen in some of the episodes, actually, is the whole juxtaposition between the north side of Chicago and the south side. Because mm. the south side is just black. The north side is, is richer and white. And I guess the bit you're not seeing... I think they probably can't even depict it either because it probably causes issues in real life is the way that um, gang violence really does occur out there with the different street gangs just going crazy. But, um... And we see the division in culture already really early on with um, the black girl and the, yeah. uh, the uh, other the Irish guy. No, well, his dad's Irish, but he's yeah. Irish-American. That mm. she can't be with him because she's not full-blood Irish. Mm. So we see that there's some division there already, whereas with power, there was mm. a lot of interracial mixing, a lot of interculture mixing. Mm. Yeah. But then again, that's, and I think that's probably partly to do with the cities. New York is a proper cosmopolitan city. Chicago, maybe not so much. I don't know too much about Chicago. I think it's down to culture. Yes and no, because I feel like in New York, although you can have your culture 100%, same way you can have it in London, you're exposed to so many different cultures wherever you are that you, you're. You, you know what? You're right. Like, I remember I was mean? in New York and a Chinese guy asked me if I would date him, and I said no because he wasn't black. And he was like, <laughs> "I get insecure what? vibes from the that." Remember, there was the Chinese guy that dated. Um, what's her name? The Molly. The name? Molly. Molly on Insecure. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. yeah do, have you guys ever watched the movie Boogie? 
it's, it's the reason no. that Pop Smoke was in before he died. And it's a, it's literally about a Chinese basketball player. And in that movie, he's, he's like trying to move to some black girl as well. It's quite interesting. It's a good movie to watch, actually. Um, the last thing I was going to ask is, have you guys seen Bel Air? No, I haven't. No, we can talk about it next week, though, because I'll watch it soon. Cool. Yeah, I agree. All right, cool. Let's wrap up. Um, you can follow us, ESOS underscore on Instagram, ESOS underscore on Twitter. Follow me, Manu890, on Twitter. Oli? Yeah, you can find me at OCClark underscore 10. Where can you find you at <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> I hit the mute button <laughs> and then I continue to talk whilst on mute but forget it 100% I agree how hard I God. you can find me Morvely at in, on Instagram at underscore Morvely M-O-R-V-I-A-L-E-E and my Twitter is at Morvely Oh, that's nice. Well, you can also find me on YouTube, actually. <laughs> Morvely. Oh, yeah, what's on. the YouTube? Yeah. Uh, Morvely. Plug it, plug it, plug it. Yeah, it's just Morvely. Oh, well, you can you go to my channel. We talk about leveling up your interview prep. A little bit of a different vibe to what we've got going on here. But, like, check it out if you've got some time. Lovely, lovely. And, yeah, you can find me at Mr. Matty Lee on Twitter. And at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Instagram because someone's literally cybersquitting my name and there, it's really bad. But yeah, um, I think that's the end of the podcast. Is that the end yeah, of the podcast, Oli? Yeah. I feel like Oli wanted indeed. this podcast to end about 20 minutes ago, but I'm not sure. Can you confirm with delay, Oli? <laughs> Speak to you guys later. <laughs> 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 Alright, cool. Speak to you later, guys. Take care. All See right. you next week. Take care. See you next week. Bye. 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 The Air Source Podcast. The Air Source Podcast.